Make your plans now to join us for the G3 National Conference, September 30th through October 2nd, as we'll gather for Christian fellowship and the worship of God through song and the preached word. Our theme for the 2021 conference will be centered on biblical Christology. You can find registration details at g3men.org. Get 15% off by mentioning code G3BAR. That's G3BAR. For over 40 years, Table Talk Magazine has helped growing Christians live biblically informed lives with Bible studies and monthly articles from trusted pastors and teachers. Bar podcast listeners living in the U.S. and Canada, you can request your free three-month trial today and join over 250,000 people who already read Table Talk Magazine every month. Visit thebarpodcast.com forward slash Table Talk to start your trial today. That's thebarpodcast.com forward slash Table Talk. Welcome to the bar, come on and pull up a seat And open up your Bible, what a wonderful feast The living bread and we're discussing what it means for the streets The inner cities and the burbs and every person we meet This where we challenge worldviews that we hear from world news In light of the scripture, we are here to serve you We're your source for resources To help you on your way as you battle mean forces This is for the people who can see the importance Of sound theology and the scripture that support it And this is for the truth lovers Biblically reforming, preaching Christ to the nations, yeah. Welcome to the modern reformation, yeah. The bar, biblical and reformed. The grace and peace, everyone. It's your man T Barlow with another episode of Bars, Biblical and Reformed Fitters. And today, I have, as always, I suppose, I have a special guest on the line. And this lady, you've probably heard her voice on a couple of some of your favorite songs before. Uh, we'll get probably get into that lately. I mean, like later. So, Alyssa Wade, can Hello. you talk to the people for me? Hey, what's up, everybody? <laughs> yeah, yeah. And now, um, this is, I guess, like one of our shows where we're actually trying to get more and more of our female artists involved because right now I think like you're the second female caller I've had on, uh, but you're the first female vocalist. So this is kind of a historic episode. No pressure. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. okay. So tell us a little tell us tell us a little bit about yourself. All right. Um well I was born in Cincinnati, but I was raised in Minnesota. So I'm a huge Vikings fan. Um and I currently my husband and I live in Alabama. So kind of been in the middle, in the north and now in the south. Wow. Hey, so, so um, how long have you been married? Uh, seven years. In May, we, we celebrated seven years. Wow. Congratulations on that. How, how many, uh, you got any kids between you and your husband? Yes, we have two toddlers. We've got a two-year-old and a three-year-old, and both of them are boys. Awesome. That's actually the fun stage right there, the two- and three-year-old. I, mean, <laughs> I, I, I miss what my daughter was like two and three and so forth. Really? So, yeah. Yeah. Now, my wife and I, we got twins in our house now. Um, oh, okay. Babies that just came in like last week. And so like, you know, they're, they're about to be one year old. And so, like, yeah, that's always, I don't know, for me, like that age for, for kids is just, that's the fun stage. I don't know. That, that's, I miss it. It goes by so quickly. Yeah. A lot of people tell me I'm going to miss these days. 
<laughs> you can't see it right now. You will. Give, give it a little bit. <laughs> give it a little bit. Wait for to kiss you and stuff like that. Then you're going to be like, what happened? <laughs> you know? Yeah. All right. So, um, married for seven years. You said you're in Alabama now. Is that correct? Did I read that right? Hear that right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. All right. So, um, when it comes to, let's say, like, like your Christian walk, I mean, like, like, what does that look like for you? Like, were you uh, one of those ones who grew up in a church and was... Mm-hmm mostly saved most of your life or how does that work uh well i would say yes and no i did grow up in the church but um i wasn't saved until i was 19. so i grew up in the adventist church at the seventh day adventist church and so for most of my childhood and teenage life i was extremely legalistic and um i basically believed that jesus christ came to this earth to show us that it was possible for us to live a holy and righteous life. He lived a perfect life and he came as our example. That's what I grew up believing. Um, But at the age of 19, um, someone shared the gospel with me. And it was only then when I learned he he actually came to be my substitute because it's not possible for me to be perfect. So um, that was actually my husband who shared the gospel with me. (laughs) Wow. (laughs) So, so, um, that belief, as far as like how the how the gospel worked, like is that was that typical of a of the Seventh Day Adventist? Uh, is like is that typical of the doctrine to believe that hey salvation is possible, not actual? Um, it's that's a hard question to answer because um, on paper I would say no. If you if you look at the Seventh Day Adventist doctrine, Adventist the Adventist doctrine says that salvation is through faith alone and not by works. Um, but there's there's also a culture that comes with that Seventh Day Adventism, a way people live, and a way people speak about salvation, that's not necessarily um, on paper. If so, I would say it's common hmm. for a lot of Adventists to live very legalistic lives, trying to wow, okay. earn favor with God through works. Wow. So now. When it, in this, as far as like in terms of say like your Christian walk, like where did singing like play a role for? Like was this something that you've done even as you were part of the Adventist circle, or is it something that you kind of got into after you actually learned the, uh, the gospel? Like how, how what does that look like for you? Uh, that's definitely been part of my life for a long time. I started taking piano lessons around the age of five. I've been singing a lot like you know choirs and I always sing in praise teams at church and uh, started writing small songs here and there by about the age of 10 and then when I went to college I studied music education for a couple years but but then I ended up changing majors I didn't graduate with that degree but um, I've always always loved music and writing and singing okay I wanted to backtrack real quick it's a question that should have crossed my mind but it didn't until after the fact uh, when it came to your conversion from SDA, man, how did your how did your family take that? Um, they were a little weirded out by it because <laughs> I was mm. trying to I was trying to tell people, you know, I was like, I was like, I was on my way to hell, you know, I'm wicked, and and God, you know, Christ died for me, and He had to pay for my sins because I deserve nothing but God's wrath, and. Um, growing up, I was very much like a goody two-shoes and, you know, never did drugs or partied or 
had sex or, you know, I never really went through any type of rebellion. So in everybody's eyes, I've always been good. And so when they mm. were um, listening, listening to me try to talk about my wickedness and my my wrong standing with God and my need for a savior, it was confusing to a lot of people because um, they didn't think I had ever been lost at any point. <laughs> so. Wow. That was a little. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so, so, what do you mean you're a sinner? Like, that, I, I can see that. No, but like, so they, um, like, there was no, like, was any, like, real, like, rejection or anything or, or outcasting from the family, per se? Um, there's definitely been some tension for a while. So I didn't leave the Adventist church right away after becoming saved. Um, after becoming saved, I definitely started having issues with things I was hearing in church right away. But it took me a while to start working my way out of the church. And, um, you know, my honestly, my husband and I, because he was Adventist for a little bit as well. He grew up, his, his mother converted to Adventism when he was about 12. And so he's had a little bit of history with that too. And, and we were, I mean, we... We were out of church for a couple of years. We just didn't attend any churches and we were just listening to various reform pastors on online and stuff. Um, and it wasn't until recently that we became members of a solid church. Um, it's listed as non-denominational, but it's really a, um, like a Southern Baptist church. Mm, okay. All right. Now, to get back to your singing portion, I know this course to the surface while I was thinking about it. To get back to the singing portion now, like you said you studied music in college for a little while, taking lessons since you were like five. Um, when did recording become a part of your life? Hmm. Probably when I got my, my Mac. <laughs> my, I got my first MacBook Air and I started using GarageBand all the time, a free program. And then um, my husband did some work with a guy named Speck, who, oh, what's his record label? He works with Flame and V-Rose and everything. Um, okay. But he happened to just generously give me the Logic program. So I've been using that ever since our, our visit with him. So that was really nice to him. That's a pretty expensive program, and I probably wouldn't have been able to afford it. Um, yeah, uh, Logic is actually, I remember I, I played with Logic before. It's actually a pretty good program. Yeah, I love it. I know very little. I've been using it for a few years, and I still feel like I'm just scratching the surface. I try to watch YouTube tutorials here and there on, on how to use it, um, but I, I got to get more disciplined in that part of growing. No, nah, I understood. So... This is something that, so for you, recording was something that you kind of just started doing, I guess, like, more so, would you say more so as a hobby at home, or did you go into recording with, like, a, a, a full-on plan or on wanting to, dis like, distribute your music? Like, like what really got you, like, motivated into recording? It was, it's definitely started off as a hobby, just a love for creating and um, glorifying God through music, and then, um, yeah, my husband has a studio and we don't really, we tend not to work together. Um, usually more kid related than anything because we just don't have childcare and it's tough. <laughs> but um, one thing I've always wanted to do is release a proper project. So we're working on that now. 
I would say all of my stuff up to this point is just very amateur, very, um, you know, I haven't taken my time to do some a real good professional project, and we're working on that now. At least not for yourself, because like again, like I, I've heard you on other projects. That's right. That's true. Right. So, so I right, now let's talk about like some of those. Like, what was the first, uh, I guess, project that you were a part of uh, that that you were featured on? Uh, probably Result is the first major artist. Like, so getting in, getting saved definitely introduced me to a Christian hip hop. That's how Alex. So I'm gonna, I'm gonna backtrack now. Alex shared no the problem. gospel with me. <laughs> so he was, we were listening to either Shylin or Timothy Brindle. I don't remember which one because I listened to a lot of them in the beginning of my walk. Um, and something sparked a question and we ended up pausing the song and I asked him some questions and he started sharing it with me. And that's how I heard the gospel. And then um, I really started listening to a lot of Christian hip hop, mainly lamp mode artists. And then since then it has expanded from there. So as I, as I started getting into music, I just started reaching out to um, Christian hip hop artists, a lot of them lesser known artists and just asking them to reach out to me if they ever needed a hug or if they needed, you know, whatever. And just trying to just trying to work with people because um, because Christian hip hop has a lot to do with the way I heard the gospel. I, I, it does hold a special place in my heart and I want to be very involved in it if I can be so. Okay, yeah. That is dope. So, and so then how did you end up? So, so basically, it was simply just reaching out to different artists. That's how you got hooked up with, like, Result, for example? So that was a little different. My husband was working with Result. He was um, doing post-production, I believe, on, on Result's album. And uh, they were trying to find a hook for one of the songs, and it just wasn't working out. And so Alex asked me to write something for it. And... It ended up working, so that was that was kind of a through Alex. So now, so now I'm curious, which song it is? Because I know you were, you were on at least two of his songs off of Elementology, right? Right. Yeah. I believe so, ABCs was the first one that we did. Really? Yeah. And see, I see, I love that song. I, okay. I, I, and my daughter does too. My, my daughter, she's a, she loves she loves the singing verses. Uh, so ABC, you wrote the hook too. Mm-hmm. And, and just and then. Did you record it off your logic program there, or was that those like a rare time in which you actually worked with your husband in the studio? I think we actually did that one in the studio. Okay. All right, and so, so then from, so from ABC, how did you end up on? Uh, oh snap! I can't think of the name of the other song now. Substitute. Uh, substitute. Yeah. So 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 how did how did how did that one come about? Um, that was kind of the same, the same situation. Uh, there was there was another hookah on substitute, um, and it sounded great. I heard I heard it. I don't remember who it was, but um, they were looking for something a little different for the, I guess for the tone of the song or something. Um, so I ended up, I didn't write the lyrics to that hook. I used the same words they already had, but just came up with a new arrangement and, and we recorded that as well. Okay. Yeah, I, I think I, I definitely think that uh, the arrangement on that song is—I don't know—it was, it was almost like out of this world, I suppose. Like it was—it was unique. <laughs> it, was, it was a very unique arrangement, yeah, and so forth. So, so like, that's, that's actually pretty cool. Um, 
what other um there's some other projects you've been on right um yeah i did i did one song for mally p and he had reed b versus featured on that song yeah yeah i think i think yeah molly was uh he was he was just on just last week and and he that's right he was telling me i was trying to to think of who i was talking with i couldn't remember who um so like yeah no that's i think that's all pretty cool man because you definitely have a very unique style i love the fact that you're pouring back into in so many words i guess i guess like you pour back into the like the same type of ministry i guess but you was the poured into you which i think is really cool because uh, you, I guess you saw like the help that it could be, and it's like, well, now I want to be that help to somebody else, which I think I I have no doubt that you will be. Um, what kind of uh, so like if, I mean like if you've been working on your album, like what what exactly is it? Do you think would be uh, the central theme of your album, or or what do you what is it that you that you that you will be striving to go towards as you start working on this? So one thing that I really have a love for outside of Christian hip hop are the, the traditional classic hymns. I think a lot of the hymns are loaded with beautiful poetic words that tend to be like theologically heavy, uh, very encouraging words and very um, God exalting words. And so this album is basically gonna be modernized covers of some favorite hymns of mine. Wow! Oh my goodness! I was so love that because I, I, I love him, and 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 one of the things that I often worry about, as a matter of fact, is him's going forgotten because nobody's mm-hmm. singing them anymore. Uh, right? You know, I mean, you know, like like and I like coming up in the church, you know, coming up in the black church, there was just songs that I used to hear all the time that that you know, I mean, apart from the songs that I like, for example, I'm I'm not a fan of Jesus is on the main line. Like, I don't know what it is about <laughs> that song. I hate it. I, I feel. Like, I feel like it's an old prosperity gospel song or whatever. No, but yeah, there are, yeah, but there are songs that that people used to sing all the time that I just don't hear anymore uh, in our services, and and it's like I often wonder, it's like, man, like what happens, like like what if that gets lost in time somewhere, and and, and like kids grow up like not like knowing uh, these songs, and and like one, I think like one particular song, the song has no beat to it, but it's like. It says, "I love the Lord; He heard my cry." You know, um, and it, and it's like you just sit there, you know, and you you know just singing that. But like, I wonder, like, how many young kids coming up actually know that song, or would or would recognize it if they hear it. So, I mean, I got to tell you, like, hearing that, you're getting ready to bring some hymns uh, into the mix. Like, you know, I think that's I think that's crazy dope. I know God's servant used to do it a lot. Um, okay. But I think it I think I think it got like kind of like slept on. You know what I mean? And so. So I hope I, yeah, hope no, actually, like, I listened to his um his Christmas album had a lot of hymns in it. Yeah, yeah. I, I we used to listen. Me and my kids, but my my kids love uh We the Three, We oh, Three yeah. Kings, and something like that. Yeah, mm-hmm. just just the, the the delivery on that song, which was crazy, and then like and then like the arrangement. Like, I mean, like, I don't know. It, it's just it's, I think like with hymns, like in addition to the sound theology, you have some wonderful melodies. Mm-hmm. And, and whatnot, and so I think um, I can honestly, I can't wait to hear what, what it is that you're about to do, and and if, and if it's anything as creative as say like your chorus or like substitute, I know for a fact this is about to be a fire album. <laughs> well, I'm pretty excited about it. We haven't started, we haven't. This is my first time really like 
talking about it in a public space. So. Um, oh, okay, that's cool. So, to the, so the, to the listeners, you heard it here first. Now we about to just be we about to be pressuring right. you. Know? We about to be, <laughs> yeah, we, well, where's that album at? Okay, so now nah, I, I I say, man, I think one of the things I would just tell you is just have fun, like just be yourself and have fun. I think um, I, I definitely think you got the heart for it. So I think um, I'm I'm certain that when this album drops, that it's going to be something that folks are going to want to jump on. Is it going to be coming up under a label of any type, or is it just all straight independent work, or what's the plan behind that? Um, I think that's still kind of on the table. It's still under wraps, so I don't want to say too much about that. <laughs> understand? <laughs> no, no, totally, totally. You'll understand. find out. I'm, I'm, I'm getting too nosy now. I understand. No problem. No, it's okay. It's, <laughs> okay. it's a fair question. All right. So, now, you mentioned earlier that Let Mole was kind of like who you were listening to a lot like in the beginning um who else was in your who else was in your playlist back then and who's in your playlist now okay so back then it was basically 100% lamp mode Shylin I learned a lot listening to Shylin uh so you know Timothy Brendel Hazakim um also word life I don't know if you know about Word Life, <laughs> but yeah, I, you know that's crazy. That's 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 a name I've heard before. I can't say I've ever heard his music. Okay, so it was a group with Luke Walker, Christopher Peckin, and my husband Alexander Wade, and they uh they did two albums, I think. But um, I listen to that a lot. <laughs> really. And see, uh, here's the crazy thing. I've seen a video of Luke rapping once before. I thought that was just a one-time thing, and he was some type of a prodigy. I didn't know he actually used to do this. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I need to get up on my history. Huh? <laughs> I'm about to holler at Luke now. Yeah. Um, so- now, now I listen to a lot of Sovereign Grace Ministries. Okay. I, I listen to it so much, honestly. Well, I can dig it. So, so, so you just open as long as the theology is sound and the art is there. Mm-hmm. You rocking with it? Okay. No, I, mm-hmm. I can dig that. I can, I can definitely dig that. So, uh, far as you as an artist, because all different types of people listen to the show, we get like other artists, and. I'm, guarantee you somebody out there somewhere is looking for like uh, a female vocalist like how would they be able to get in contact with you where, where can they find you so right now all I have is a SoundCloud page um, I've been trying to work with my husband on getting my own website but right now I'm just on SoundCloud where you can find my email address if you need to contact me but it's just Alyssa Wade very simple so that it's easy to find um, but yeah, I got a um a Facebook page that I never use, but also Alyssa Wade. Okay, so, check out Facebook. Check... Mm-hmm. If I'm if I'm not mistaken, you there were there was a song that you uploaded on SoundCloud at one point. Is that correct? I think I actually liked it. Okay, yeah, I've recently put something up there. Oh, um, I I wrote some music to to Psalm eight, part of Psalm eight. Okay. Okay. So. Nah, I can dig it. Yeah, everything so, on my SoundCloud is just things that I've done 
in my own time um, at my computer. You might hear my kids in the background. It's, it's definitely not the best quality, but it's just because I feel encouraged to create a lot. <laughs> No, I, I can feel that. I mean, I think like SoundCloud is a good place to like kind of get that started and kicked off. Um, you know what I mean? And and uh, it definitely gives people like a feel for what it is that you do mm -hmm. and so forth and how you get down. So so like now, nah, I think I think that's a good start, definitely. Um, so folks, again, you guys have been listening to Miss Alyssa Wade, who is hopefully going to be working, bringing, giving us some work sooner or later. <laughs> hopefully, more sooner than later. No pressure. Um, she is a vocalist. You can check her work out, like she said, on SoundCloud. You can find her on Facebook. Uh, and that's Alyssa, A-L-Y-S-S-A, -S -S -A, Space Wade, W-A-B-E. All right. Also, if you heard, again, check check the project she's mentioned earlier from uh, Songs by Molly P. And, and uh, I was about to call this man by his government name. And result. <laughs> <laughs> I was about to straight put his government out there. Check 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 the project, project y'all. She, she's a very dope artist. Very good singer. Uh, this is T Barlow. You can always find me on Facebook. T space Demaris D E I M A R I S Barlow B A R L O W. That's my official uh, Facebook account. There's also the Bar Podcast page. Go in there and check us out. Hit like if you have not done that. Follow us. Be on the lookout for my brother Dwayne, who's uh, hosting the Bar Podcast, and as well as Daryl and, and Virgil, who does uh, Just Thinking. And be on the lookout, ladies. We got a podcast for y'all coming up for some sisters. Uh, I think it's called She Who Believes. And that's going to be with uh, my sister Chrissy and April Chapman, I believe. I believe it's going to be with the two of them. So be on the lookout for those, for that happening sometime very soon. Also, be sure to check out the page that started it all, the Be Not Deceived page. Uh, that's the page where all of this kicked out for me and Dwayne and Chrissy and Virgil and whatnot. You can go in there, you know, We'll expose some false doctrine and counteract it with some sound doctrine or whatnot. And so, yeah, be sure to check that out. And also, if you find me on Facebook, you'll probably be able to find me on Instagram. Somewhere close to the same names, give or take. So, holla at your boy. Uh, let us know what you guys think. Uh, make sure you check out Alyssa Wade on all of the stuff that she mentioned earlier. And if nothing else, grace and peace to all of you folks. Y'all be good. Darkness is exposed when it comes near the light. I look out on the road and I'm losing my light. Someone, please save me. Someone, please atone and trade places with me. I'm cramped in cold in this cell this damn covered with mold the atrocious smell of death circulates the room the horrid place for i face my doom a foretaste of my tomb anticipating pain and i couldn't be more sure i'm about to endure the worst form of torture the thought made me nauseous anything else just not this so what i would do to stop this surrounded by accomplices filled with enormity and prisoners in torment due to physical deformity internally i feel morbidly identical mentally insanity is climbing toward the pinnacle the rumors were obscure just a loose description not a gruesome fiction but a true depiction affliction of life's most cruel eviction soon to be consumed by my crucifixion darkness is exposed when it comes near the
blind data waiting, his fate of a cavalry Waiting on the outcome, searching for excuses, useless Cause I'm without one, guilty of larceny, murder and deception High treason for leading a rebellious insurrection It was the Passover, an illegal waiver was instituted to release a prisoner To seek the people's favor The odds are slim, but the thought lingers Maybe they'll choose me as I cross my fingers Then my hopes plummeted, I'm dumber than dirt To think they would want one of the worst scum of the earth My release would be hazardous Plus I was up against this Jesus of Nazareth Who just being blasphemous Death had to be decreed for me, the savage Then I heard the crowd yell out, free for rabbits And Jews, what made the people choose? Couldn't speak or move, trying to reach for clues, revealed light. If this is what freedom feels like, then why doesn't something inside me feel right? I look to the right, then the left, saw a sword to the back of Jesus, being led to be scourged in the midst of the crowd as he crossed my path. He looked calm as the masses mocked and laughed, harassed and taunted, spat upon, assaulted, and made to take it. Appalled, all I saw was unadulterated hatred, battered, beaten, and bloody. What a crooked demise that should have been. Mind. Suddenly he looked in my eyes, smiled and stared with innocence, love and truth. He's not just a Jew, but my substitute. Darkness is exposed when it comes near the light. When it comes near the light. One man's life substituting for What's up, bar listeners? It's finally here, the bar exclusive content. Yes, that's right. You can sign up to receive exclusive content as low as $2 a week or $5 a month, $50 for the year to get exclusive content. What is the exclusive content? I'm glad you asked. The exclusive content is additional information from my guests, extra time with them in like the green moon setting, laid back, them asking me questions, I ask them questions, and also the Facebook group. You get an invitation to the Facebook group where we will have discount codes for the bar gear and many many more make sure you sign up the links in the show notes join the vip inside the bar group and we'll see you there